Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In 2007, Canadian producer Marco Polo dropped Port Authority, which features some of hip-hop's greatest legends, such as Master Ace, Cool G-Rap, and many more. Over the next year, six years, he continued to perfect his craft by releasing numerous albums. Now, six years later, Marco Polo has re- released the sequel for Port Authority 2 with PA2, their director's cut, which features many great artists such as Lock Professor, Inspector Deck, OC, Organized Confusion, Rod Digga, Quali, Premier, and many more. Marco Polo, welcome to the library on RapStation.com. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, all right, man. So I want to start with the opening track, which is Rio Clark. You are in need of deliverance from discriminative images. An unusual amount of musical carcinogens. Here's an adrenaline boost with similar boost sentiments. I vegetate in vaginal canals. No venison. That is V for victory, a verbally indicative of why I haven't been inundated. With organized confusion. So, what, if at, at all, is the significance of opening with this track and featuring them? And then also, how did you get them back together? Great question. Actually, the that song wasn't even originally supposed to be organized. Um, oh wow! But everything, everything happens for a reason. It was supposed to be Pharaoh and another MC whose name I will not mention, who <laughs> who um, wanted a lot of money to get on a track, you know. And uh, that's cool. People got to get, you know, paid and do their, do you know, take take care of their business. But it, it was out of my range. And I'm actually very grateful that happened because that led me to be like, what the fuck am I thinking? Like, I might as well ask Pharaoh to, you know, reach out to Poe. And he did that. And uh, I have an organized confusion track. And, you know, that's the perfect way to set off my album. And, you know, the first rap you hear is from Pharaoh. It's, you know, it just everything was appropriate. And that, you know, that beat's special to me because it has the Port Authority sample in it. And uh, it was just it was just a great intro track. And then I got DJ Lynx, who did the scratches uh, for people that know my music on uh, the joint I did with Master Ace called Nostalgia. I got him back and did the outro scratches. And yeah, man, I just thought it was an appropriate way to set it off. Days later, she'll be in the land of hate. The big city is full of trees, but you gon' learn today. 
When creating an album like this one, I, guess, I mean, it just as a producer, for you, how important is lyrical content? Like, um, and also, was there any MCs on PA2 that you felt like weren't bringing their, his or her A game and you kind of asked them to redo? Or do you not, when you produce a tra- when you produce an album like that, do you feel like you don't have that, uh, I guess, creative control over their lyrics? Um, I absolutely have creative control when it comes to uh, my albums. I always do. And just to clarify for the listeners, uh, me and my brother Shiloh from Toronto. Shiloh is like my mentor, my beat yoda. He taught me how to make beats. He does tons of scratches on the albums and a lot of my past work. He's an MC. And we kind of sit down together and craft everything and come up with ideas. And I'm definitely, I'm not a controlling person. Like, I'm not going to send a beat. To someone and say you know rap about whatever but um you know i'm definitely very involved with the content in terms of me letting you know what mcs had to redo verses because i wasn't happy i i, I don't think it's appropriate for me to like name that but it definitely happened <laughs> and i'm definitely not the guy to to not say something if i'm not feeling it especially if it's for my album because i just you know i'm a perfectionist so if you know if I have two MCs on a posse cut and they're both killing it and then I'm looking for a third guy and, and they're not, you know, every everyone has a role, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and I'm very aware of that. Just, you know, you could be the, it could be Jesus rapping on the track. If <laughs> I don't think he brought his A game, I'm going to let him know and build with him. But it's not, it's not me throwing commands at people. It's just building with people. Like, And that's why it's always better to work with MCs that respect what you do because then you're not going to have those problems because if someone really respects your work, they're going to come to the studio and give you their best. And that's what I want to do when I'm bringing beats to other people's albums. If they're reaching out to me, they're like, they want something. They want something about my sound and I have to deliver. And that's what it's all about is just making the best music possible. And uh, and, and a, a true artist will respect that and will never trip or get upset, you know, when you're building and you just want to make the best product. So uh, when, you, when, you, when you do create you know, each track, do you, I, I, so does that mean you come up with the name of the track? I mean, for example, like Parental Discretion with uh, featuring Freeze uh, Brewing. I was one of them sorties, your mother shot about a dozen times, till it's Lordy, you looking for trouble, you gonna find it, a lesson in child bearing, get it that child bearing, now you hear me mom suddenly coming in loud and clear, and if your pops gotta Did get you, I guess, was that an album that you, you had the concept, or a song you had the concept for, you had the name for? You're like, all right, Breeze would be perfect on this, and then you went from there. No, all, all for that specific track, me and Shiloh just thought that beat was appropriate for his style. Mm. I did not tell him to rap about kids and the <laughs> song that that was his brilliance right there. And shouts to Breezy Bruin of the Juggernauts. I've always been a huge fan of yeah. him, and that's a perfect example. Like, I, like I said, I provide the canvas. My whole thing is I pick beats that are appropriate for people's styles, voices. It's not just random beats. Mm. So I probably sent Breezley like three beats, and I knew that whatever he picked, me and Shai would be more than happy if he picked them, and it would complement his style. And then he took it, and it inspired him to write Parental Discretion, and God bless him. I love that song. For the moment, parental discretion is advised. Remember while and like it's a boy, it's a girl. It's the joy in your world, spark a stove for a glass. That's going to be over fast. Five stress grabbing your force and your blood to bake. And it be times kids having your curse and the fun of making them dance. I want to continue with the, with, with the beat making proce- process and the instrumental. And, you know, you have samples, you have flutes, you have snares, blah, 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 you know, et cetera, et cetera. When you, uh, for example, when you write, when you write, a, when you do a beat for uh, Pharaoh, I always felt the great thing about Pharaoh is that he is kind of 
his voice is a beat in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you ever like for any of the tracks here, did you ever have to like, did you ever have a track you gave to an MC, he or she spit on it? And then you're like, well, I got, oh, maybe I should subtract like a snare from it because their voice is the snare and stuff like that. That does happen sometimes. Uh, it never happened with Pharaoh. A good example of that is uh, I, I put an album out earlier this year with Hannibal Stacks of mm. Gangstar Foundation called Seize the Day. And there was definitely a couple tracks on that album where he had used some older beats of mine. And when he laid down the, the lyrics and the verses to the beat, something just didn't feel right. And I, and at that point, yes, I was like, it, it's not about him and what he did. It's about the beat. And uh, specifically, Guns and Butter and Real Good are both songs that actually I remixed. Uh, they were not the original beats he rhymed to, but no one would ever know that until this moment in time and me telling you that because my whole job as a producer and when I remix is, you know, you, you don't, you're not supposed to know it's a remix. It's just everything's supposed to flow. Mm. And those songs, if I play the original versions of those songs, man, I don't even want to hear them now because <laughs> the, the new versions are so right. So I definitely am always aware. If I have to change something, make the drums harder, make them more appropriate for the sample, I'm always down. It's just just like I'll put that on an MC to bring his best shit. Same with me. Like if, if if I'm slacking and there's something about my production that could be better, I'm I'm changing it. And an MC should always tell me that. And that's the beautiful thing about actually working with people in the studio. It's just like communication. Oh nice. We're speaking with uh producer Marco Polo, he just dropped uh PA two, the director's cut. What I noticed about the album is that there I mean it's it's great from top to bottom, but there's only two female MCs, uh, Rod Digga and Invincible. Was that a conscious decision not to have as many female MCs? Is that like a weird an interesting commentary you have about female MCs just not being able to bring into the level you want to? Or am I looking way too deep into this? No, you're looking way too deep into it, yes. I'm a, I'm a fan of just good MCs, female or male. I definitely, on the first record, I don't think I had any female MCs, mm. so that was something. With this with this new one, with part two, I wanted to do different things. You know, I wanted to bring back some of the same guests, which I did, but I wanted to, I always got to change it up. You know, you can't do the same thing over and over again. And female MCs were not on the first Port Authority. So those were two people I was a fan of. Rod Digga, always been a fan of. She's just, forget being a, a, a female, she's just one of the best MCs, period. I'm on some kung fu hustles. Green lady with no muscles. Same with Invincible from Detroit. She's amazing. And actually, you know, I think that her song on the album is a real sleeper because what she's talking about is so relevant right now in Detroit and just with all the crazy stuff that's going on over there. It was an ordinary day. Sky was stormy, very gray. Then I got a call from Mary. Sounded worried. Told me, hurry. On my way was my response. Didn't wait for her to even try and launch into an explanation. Walked up, she was crying in her palms. Sitting on the porch steps on her belongings on the lawn. I'm like Nancy Drew, Dick Tracy. Got a nasty crew. Spit crazy. Rhythmatic. That cinematic like Scorsese. Either adore or hate me, but I do it for the babies. And 
she was without a doubt mad and mourning about a house told me look around more evictions and you could try to count every house on the block and actually i gotta shout out shiloh because he really put me on to invincible and was like yo you gotta check her out man she's amazing and, and we've become super cool um and yeah, I mean, there was there's tons of other female MCs I would have wanted on the album, and I actually even reached out to it. Just didn't happen, you know. I tried mm-hmm. to get MC Light. I tried to ask, um, tried to ask Premier to reach out to Lady of Rage. Uh, I reached out to Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just schedules and and things just didn't work out. But yeah, it has nothing to do with me not liking female rappers. I just like good rappers. So. Right. When I want to go back to your uh, kind of your beat making producing process, uh, is is for those who just don't know, or I mean. It might not just be for you, but are, is is beat making gender specific? Like, I mean, do you go in and be like, all right, I'm doing this for a female, I'm doing this for a male, or is it just like... Absolutely not. Yeah, no, it's never, it's never... I just make beats, man, mm. whatever. You know, if you listen to the beat I gave Rod Digger, um, you know, that is some hard-ass, you know, just boom-bap right. production. And, <clears throat> you know, I just think it worked... I mean, Rod Digg is just, she just brings that energy, so it was appropriate for her. Um, and, and with Invincible, I just thought I wanted to do, you know, I, I just like to focus on certain strengths of MCs. And not saying that Invincible can't do hard, you know, street stuff, but she's such a good storyteller and her lyrics are ridiculous. So with the beat I gave her, you know, it was something to complement, you know, a conceptual song, you know, and right. uh, and that's important for me when I do an album. It can't like when I did Double Barrel with Torrey or, or the execution with Rusty Jokes, it's really one vibe. But with my Port Authority records, I like to have a bit of everything. I like to have street stuff, ignorant stuff, stories, concepts, posse cuts. Like, I just want to give you a bit of everything so you don't get bored, especially because it's so long. You know, it's 18 full songs. I actually want to go into that. One of the uh, one of the tracks is the intermission with uh, the narrator Michael Rappaport, and it kind of you mentioned it's 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 kind of mentioning how critics said that PA one was too long, and then mm-hmm. you're like, well, this is not for critics. This is for hip hop heads. Uh, was there ever a point when you heard those critiques that you were like, oh, well, maybe my album is too long, or maybe my albums are too long, or were you just like, f that, I'm doing what I do? No, no, no. I'm listen. Uh, any artist that that tells you they don't care about what people say at <laughs> some degree is a complete liar. I'm a human being. I'm affected by all comments, positive and negative. So, of course, I pay attention to reviews and when people say things. Does it, like, affect my process to the point where I stop doing things to please people? Absolutely not. Um, and I am very aware of 2013, the impact of the good old interweb and how people's attention spans are pretty much out the window and on a song that is you know has 18 full songs you know is a lot for people you know what i'm saying and there's mm-hmm. still people that'll download my record illegally and keep three songs and put them on their iphone and disrespect all the work i put into it and that's just the way it goes <laughs> so yes uh, at the end of the day me and shy we do it for for us first absolutely we do it for us and the heads that appreciate, you know, albums. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're just never gonna please everybody. If you try and if you try and chase that goal, you know, your whole life, you're gonna be a miserable son of a beep. Yeah. <laughs> just 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 have fun and, and make sure you're happy with the product as an artist because, you know, when you when you leave this planet, you know, I, I wanna leave something behind that I'm proud of that that touched people in a way and and you know, and that, that's the goal. Mm. I want to go to uh, one of my favorite tracks on uh, 
PA2 to director's cut because it features one of my favorite MCs, uh, Last Emperor. Night falls in the age of surreal. I perfected Mike, reckon that the radio feels. Upon examination, it was later revealed I was dedicated to kill like an agent from S.H.I.E.L.D. Competition is next to nil. Those left chose death or respect my skill. This is all the way live, not a test to drill. Funky fresh in the flesh is real. Twisted steel and sex appeal. I got the will. Armed and dangerous and dressed to kill. Uh, six trill. Uh, one, can you describe this making the track and working with Last Emperor? And then, um, did you know right off the bat that you were, that he was going to be the guy that you wanted on that track once you made it, or did you? I mean, when you or when you had your MCs I want to work with for this album, was he at like the top of the list? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he was at the top of my list, but I've always been a huge fan. Um, you know, no, no one's really at the top of the list. It's just a, it's just a list. list. Yeah. And one of the things I've always known to do that people either like or hate about me is I find people that went missing that I was a fan of. You know, I, I do. I'm like the, the detective of rap. I will, <laughs> I will call people and get numbers and emails until I locate certain people that I've been a fan of. And that's, that's another thing I want to do is like, I think that, Last Emperor was a guy that, you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s, in the indie era, he had a lot of dope stuff, and it's just like the album never really happened, and, you know, I was always a fan of Secret Wars and a lot of those early 12 inches, and I was like, what happened to this guy? He was so dope, so, like, you know, I wanted to work with him. That was a beat me and Shy felt complimented his style, and we did some research. I got in touch with his manager, and... uh it's crazy, man. I think I recorded that track like three and a half years ago, and I literally haven't spoke to him since the studio session. He drove down from Philly to my apartment. We knocked the track out, and I haven't seen or heard from him since then. I've had minimal communication with his manager just to let him know what was going on, but he's such a mystery, and it's beautiful, man. I, I Like, much love to Last Emperor. Um, you know, I'm so happy with that song, and, and it's crazy how many people, like, with all the... You know, I have I consider having a bunch of, of, of really good names in the record, and th- that's a song right now that's coming up more than a lot of other songs I thought. Like people are shouting out that joint, like "Wow, you found Last Emperor," and that <laughs> track is crazy, and that and that's what it's all about to me. It's sometimes it's reminding you about people that you know made a contribution and might have disappeared, and they deserve some props. And Last Emperor is one of those guys. Yeah, no, when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, he's Last Emperor did something I think like four years ago," but. You know, it's pretty, I was, yeah, it was like really cool that well, one he was on the album and two, you know, yeah, you're, you're totally right. The beat compliment totally what his style and it, it worked out. Um, Shouts to Shiloh on the scratch hook because we we struggled with the hook for a long time. That was a perfect example of a song that that went through a lot of DJs trying to do hooks and failed attempts. And then Shiloh finally nailed it with those scratches. So Shouts to him as well. You said, uh, I read in an interview, uh, you said in an interview, the track uh, uh, Guru, your tribute to gangster rapper Guru was, quote, without sounding corny, I made this on the day Guru passed. I was definitely going through something emotional because gangster was so important to me coming up. Uh, as a beat maker, can you describe the lyric, um, how influential a lyricist can be to you. So someone such as Guru, I know he was a producer as well, but you know, a lot of people know him for his lyricism. Like, so as a beat maker, how is, uh, I guess, how is Guru, how was Guru influential to you? 
man, Guru was really important. I mean, you know, and the duo of Gangstar is one of the most influential groups in hip-hop, period, and specifically to me coming up in my early days of discovering hip-hop, you know. That's like the definition of, of a perfect rap group. It's like they complement each other, you know. His voice complemented Preem's beats and vice versa, and... Man, they were just, it was just so good. Like, their albums were so put together. Like, it's, yeah, he was, I, I don't think Guru really gets the props he deserves for what he con contributed to hip-hop. And that's another reason why that song and Quali was inspired to do that song was to celebrate a lot of our fallen soldiers that never really get the full props they deserve. So, On the track, uh, it's Talib Quali and uh, Premier. Did, did you choose... Talib Kweli or did I mean how did, how did that I guess how did that come together I'm gonna give you the short version uh, I made that beat the day Guru passed so yes that is that's what happened I definitely had that on my mind uh, Kweli had used something from me so um, we decided that you know instead of him cutting me a check for the beat I just asked him to do a song for me and trade and I sent him that beat and you know all I mentioned to him was that I made the beat Guru the day Guru passed and if it was cool with him, just whatever he decided to write about, just make sure it has something like it's something with meaning, like heartfelt, because that's what the beat felt like to me. I didn't ask him to write a song about Guru. I just said, make sure whatever you write about, it has some sort of meaning, because this beat is really special to me. And I guess he took that information and decided to write a tribute to Guru. And man, I'm so grateful he did, because he just painted such a vivid picture with the stuff he was saying. Then, you know, Quali played the song for Primo. He loved it. I asked Primo to do the scratches, and, you know, the rest is history. Life is just a dream and what you make of it People never understood you and Solar's relationship But who am I to question it? You say that's your people's, that's your people's It ain't transparent for me to see through But all I know is that you showed me love when you was with us You live for the music, your life is what you give us Hear your style, your influence, your life It still hit us with a right document The fight that's still in us I will never stop Cause whether or not the radio players My abilities display us A little queer of chaos Painting a perfect picture Trust me when I say that we miss you I felt like getting pretty Fox and Big Sugar uh, you, just, you also described in this interview, you described that you, the album PA2 is a bunch of quality stuff trying to you know, put together. It's kind of like a Dre did with Chronic, uh, P Rock did with Soul Survivor, and Molly Mara did with many of his early albums. Do you feel you have, you've accomplished that with uh, PA2? And if you do, uh, how, when did you know that you did what you set out to do? That's really for the people to decide. It's not It's not really... I mean, I know I'm happy with the first one and the second one and all the albums I put out, but for me to sit here and say, I, um, you know, I did what, what Pete, Marley, and Dre did, I would like to say that I tried my best, but I, I kind of feel like the, the listeners and stuff can answer that question for you, you know, in, instead of me. Uh, if, you had a, uh, if you had a 19th, I guess, a 19th track available to you on the album, do you have a... A list? Do you have a list of MCs you would want on that album, or? Yeah, there's there's tons of people. There's tons there's tons of people that I wanted on the album that I you know there's still many people I would love to work with. Um, it, there's so many you know Ghostface. I would love to work with Ghostface, Raekwon, 
Uh, I would love to do some with Action Bronson, mm. um, Kendrick Lamar, um, you know, Slick Rick. There's, there's, I got a lot of work to do still. Nice. Uh, you end uh, PA2, the director's cut, with Glory, Finish Hard, featuring Master Ace, AG, Postanus, and uh, Dion Jenkins. Uh, what's the significance of ending it with this track? Just felt like the ending track. <laughs> it just felt really melancholy and the perfect way to end, you know, the album. And, uh, you know, you have to, you know, the song says finish hard. It's like start strong, organize confusion, end with three more legends. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, it just, it was just appropriate. Um, it, it was never recorded like this will be the last song on my album. I just record a bunch of good material and then me and Shy kind of piece it all together like a puzzle. Oh, dope. Uh, producer Marco Polo, new album, PA2, the director's cut. Thank you so much for joining me on the library with Tim Anikel on rapstation.com. Thanks for having me, brother. I really appreciate it. And to anyone listening, you can check me out online uh, on Twitter, Marco Polo Beats, Instagram, Marco Polo Beats, Facebook, Marco Polo Beats, PA. And uh, yeah, if you've never, if you're listening to this interview, you've never heard of me before, it's a beautiful thing because now you have and you can check out some of my music. When it get darker But in my heart though I do believe That if you put out more love Than you receive It's bound to come back around Eventually And that'll be the day when Y'all mention me Prepare for glory I love my life And if it ain't a struggle Then it ain't a story And if it ain't real Then don't record me Carry the torch For those before me I fall I fall I ride I crawl I fly I fly Either way it go, we come back better. Now we laugh forever. Life's so buried, the days that get heavy, escape into a zone. My soul take control. Fall, rise, then fall, I rise. Repeat these steps till they call my demise. Torrey told me, keep flaming them, homie. A class by myself, some days that get lonely. Success got me numb. But the failure make it realer than before What I scribble so visual Wrote it in blood See it spilling on the floor Dancing in the rain Throw a party when it pour I'm raw R-A-W A terrorist Here to bring trouble to The days that came I ain't been the same A permanent flat top fade on my brain I'm high And it's not from the weed I inhale Cause I made it and the feeling's so rare for glory I love my life And if it ain't a struggle Then it ain't a story and if it ain't real, then don't record me. Carry the torch for those before me. I fall, I fall, I rise, I crawl, I fly, fly. And either way it go, we come back better. Now we laugh forever, ever. This ain't hood, cock, or all rap. This ain't player, player, baller, in all caps. And understand that one cop can't stop no riot. One sh can't make the crowd no quiet. We feast on the diet of injustice. Pride and swallow, but won't fall. A burnt down building in New York. The building that's bombed in Iraq is viewed like art on the wall through the eyes of a child whose vision is blurred. A book never read, be the song never heard. But the word is the purpose. We can't stick together. If you let life become such a non-stick surface, learn to walk cool, for we learn to walk upright. Now know the game of society's uptight. You don't want to see us derailed off the negative track like crabs in the barrel they want to pull you back but life lessons got us progressing from ghetto to get to get to work get to freedom the small we push through gravity's hold on it all prepare for glory i love my life and if it ain't a struggle then it ain't a story and if it ain't real then don't record me 
carry the torch for those before me. I fall, I fall, I rise, I crawl, I crawl, I fly, I fly. And either way it go, we come back better. Now we laugh forever, ever. Is it up? Is it up? We took the strength from the garden. Feel it now, feel it. Then we gon' hit the target. It's the beginning. We gon' look back where it started. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.